Welcome back to the Positive Side Podcast. This is the host, Jeremy Todd. I'm glad you were tuning in. Today's going to be a special, special day. We've got two of the rock stars guests. I've been talking about this for a while now on the show, bringing in Adam Walton, bringing in Brandon Hanley, and we're going to talk about big picture stuff. Um, you know, again, if you've listened to this podcast before, it's not your typical motivation podcast. Yes, we talk about those things on the line, but I think it's more important that we talk about and expand our mind and think about different options of, of, our, of our life and why things happen for, you know, for certain particular reasons. And the two guests I'm having on today is obviously, you know, thought leaders, uh, personal friends of mine. I'm really, really excited to have them on. And I'm going to start, you know, you know how we do it. We just jump right into it. I'm going to start with Adam Walton. If I can find his post on his page, and that's what I always like to do with Adam Walton is he doesn't realize when we're going to go on a, show, on a show, but he posts so many awesome things on there. And I'm going to pull this one right up because I think this is super important. We, I think we talked about it in the last show too. So Adam Walton, the, the worst part is that our ego won't allow us to entertain the idea that we've been tricked. But the sad part is the lie itself told so often then becomes reality. That this is the origins of depression and a disconnect between self and existence. Ego to me personally, I don't know how to explain. I don't want to put this too grandiose, but it rules my life. And, 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 and I think about it all the time. Like, should I do this? Should I do that? Is that my ego talking? Adam, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on the ego and how that really runs someone's life. And you mentioned the depression part of it in there as well, but I think it goes along with happiness. It goes along with our decisions. It goes along with how we treat people. Why don't you expand a little bit about on that thought of the ego? Well, if that's where we're starting, uh, Brandon, we, we're not going to need you this hour. It's uh, <laughs> we went we went big on that one. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're going to bring up when you uh, when you bring me on here, but uh, that that caption to me uh, signified kind of a lot of the stuff that I write down. A lot of the stuff that obviously that I, that I put out there is is what I resonate with. Um, and when you when you want to a connect with an audience, you have to first connect with yourself. So when you talk about, you know, your ego running your life, one of the, one of the biggest things I ever, one of the biggest undertakings I ever took with regards to coaching, with regards to spirituality, with regards to research and mentality uh, and all that is, um, was the ego. And, and, and it started with lying. Uh, I was, I was honestly, I was addicted to pathological liars because uh, it seemed in my youth that no matter what I did, uh, uh, the, those I chose to date or my significant other in any sense um, weren't just your standard run of the mill bullshitters. They were pathological. Um, so that, that sort of drove a path and drove, drove something directly into me. Um, and I can say, I, you know, flash forward uh, a solid 10, 15, 20 years of quietly digging, heavily digging, not so heavily digging, and then sort of rolling back into um really looking into it. The biggest deception in that, in that statement, uh, the one that you read comes from our inability to decipher what ego is. Um, and even the ego itself, our belief of the ego, the agreement that we've made inside our minds as to what ego is, was, was lied to us about. Um, your ego isn't, uh, uh, that fella that, uh, you know, I'm the greatest, I'm this, I'm that. Everybody thinks, oh, he's so egotistical. You know, uh, the term ego in that sense uh, is 
is, is a derivative of somebody who's cocky. Um, but your ego is also that, that voice inside your head that says, don't do it. Your ego is that voice that keeps you quiet. Somebody's ego is the difference between somebody who's uh, enigmatic, outgoing, and, and, and an introvert um, that drives back to ego. So ego isn't cockiness. Ego is your inner self. Ego is, ego is one third of the entities that you are. Um, you have your ego, you have your id, um, and you have your higher consciousness. Your id is your true self, your inner child for the most part. Your ego is what's deemed as your protector. Uh, and your higher consciousness is you. It's, it's you. you. You know, everybody's always said, oh, you know, I'm having a tough time with my decision or I can't live with myself anymore or any of these derogatory comments that they make towards themselves. Um, they're talking to themselves. And people don't make that connection either. But when you say, I can't live with myself anymore, or I can't believe I made that choice, you know, if you can't believe you made that choice, who are you and who are you in that scenario and in that situation? So when you talk about ego, I mean, I could go on for hours and hours and hours and go into massive amounts of detail about what it represents and how it subconsciously does run our lives. Um, but yeah, so I hope that answered a little bit of that question. <laughs> it does. And this is, um, the, it, it's a big topic, obviously. And, and I think it's not, it's neither good nor bad. And, and I struggle with it a lot. I always think that, hey, you know, do I let it get in my way of making the correct decision? Do I trust my gut more? It's such a complicated thing to just say, hey, this is what the ego is. And I know this is where, what, you know, we were talking about uh, before this um, in the mass chaos with my buddy, Brandon, Brandon Hanley. And we talked about a little bit about the, um, how did you put it, Brandon? We, we, on the last episode, we talked about some of the things that with my ego and, and how I believe that, um, I don't know, I don't react certain ways to certain things. And I wonder, and, and you know what I'm talking about, if you can tie that in to what you, cause you made such a good point earlier. And I'm really curious how that, how you see that as part of the ego or part of, I guess, your gut feeling. If that makes any sense, Brandon. I mean, sure, sure. So, I mean, I think, I think what you're referring to is the episode that you did with uh, yourself and I, and then uh, Jesse Cole and yourself, uh, where, where you talk a little bit about how you don't necessarily react in certain ways. I think that you don't necessarily react in the expected ways from other people. Like, uh, let's say something bad happens in your life. You don't say, Oh my God. Ah, and, 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 you know, maybe something bad happens in your life and you're not reacting to it, uh, the way that other people do or expect you to. I think that's what you're referring to. And, um, and, and what I, what dawned on me or what I thought about was, this is kind of what stoicism is. This is what, this is what people mean by control your emotions and don't let your emotions control you. Right. So you're recognizing that you're having this emotion and and you're not being driven by that emotion so you're you're more cognizant and you realize that you're having this emotion or you're having this thought and you're like you're not letting that thought drive your emotions right um and you're thinking through it instead of being driven by it um and i think that uh the other part you're talking about is is the gut level uh aspect uh, and i think these are all outside of the ego honestly uh the gut level aspect is your intuition, right? And and how do you trust your intuition and how do you recognize what your intuition is saying? Uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, Bob Proctor's, both of you guys uh, probably already know. Uh, he talks about uh, developing your intuition uh, quite a bit. And to be honest with you, it's, it's something that's outside of, of my total purview. Uh, but another guy that, that came to light 
to me this past year was uh, Joe, Joseph Campbell, uh, who uh, did the um, uh, somebody out there probably knows. Um, you know, all, all the different faces of heroes, I think is what he called it. Uh, and, and, you know, follow your bliss is, is something that we hear a lot. And that's, that I think is tied to, um, your, your, uh, intuition. And when you recognize, you probably recognize that when you're leaning into something that you're in alignment with, there's this, there's a certain, um, experience and feeling that you get that's really hard to translate right then you know you're doing the right thing for the right reasons you're being driven by purpose and meaning and your intuition says man you got to keep going with that if you don't keep going with that this good feeling goes away and you're like well no 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 i don't want this good feeling to go away right and 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 then this is i think where the ego pops up and says but if you go that way everybody's gonna laugh at you if you go this way you know that's not tradition you can't keep going that way and you're not as great as you, you you think you are. You should really get back in your tiny little hole and die, right? That's sure. ego. The ego is trying to ego is trying to protect you from what it knows. It thinks it knows, and ego says, you know, uh, we don't know what's out there. You're safe here. And your ego, your ego to cut you off. Sorry about that. Your ego, and in, in, in that essence, uh, and in that vein, your your ego is an entirely separate entity of you. When you say, you know, my ego is going to, you know, put me back into that cubby hole and, and put me back here uh, and keep that safety going, um, that, is, that is literally what your ego is. It's not a grandiose thing. It is your own worst enemy placating as uh, your best friend, hiding in plain sight as your best friend, as that voice inside your head. That voice inside your head that you never question, you know, because you think things like two plus two is four, four plus four is eight, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And inside your head, you're thinking. You're actually processing these words in whatever language you speak is now inside your head. Um, <clears throat> that voice is your ego. When your ego comes out to play, that's he's using that voice. He's tricking you. Um, and people have a hard time grasping that. You also touched on something else called intuition. Um, and intuition has been often linked to gut. The, the term, trust your gut, use your intuition. Um, there's also a term out there and, and, a, and a true, true physical manifestation called the gut brain. Uh, and there is a gut brain inside all of us. Uh, and it's bigger than the brain of, like, what was it, a rabbit, I think? <laughs> it's tangible and, and, and cognitive. Uh, it, is, it has the ability to think. Now, I say this and I should be able to quote what it is, but I can't uh, because I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, but of course, that's how we do it here. What's that? That's how we do it here. We don't we don't prepare for anything here. Exactly. But it, but if you do, if somebody's listening to this and they want to look it up, they can they can punch into Google the gut brain uh, and they can see what what it is. And that's a piece of of your entity, right? There's a reason in North America that fast food that, that it costs five dollars to get a full meal at McDonald's, and and it costs ten dollars if you want to prepare yourself a salad. There's a reason for that. It's not by accident. All the shit that you put into your mouth and into your body goes into goes into dispersion throughout your cells and goes into dispersion throughout your entity of who you are. And it all passes through your gut brain. And since your gut brain is your intuition and is your gut feeling, when it's dumbed right down, you're so susceptible to whatever the hell it is that, that you're being shown, taught, and all that sort of shit. So now tying that back into reality – when you accept your reality for the way it is after you've just left McDonald's, how many times to anyone that's not even healthy 
anyone that's not even considered anything, anyone that's listening to this podcast right now that is on the beginning, on the, in the entry level to uh, working on themselves, getting better, changing their perception, any one of you people right now goes to McDonald's and you can remember this because anyone that sort of really steps it up doesn't eat McDonald's anymore. But I, I digress. I'm not here to attack McDonald's. I'm sorry if any McDonald's reps are listening. There's no defamation. Your stuff is great. Fantastic. Keep it up. Everybody. Wow. Make a million. Yeah. Change your right. Do whatever. Hey, hey, and get a Budweiser with that while you're exactly. at it. Exactly. I respect the hustle, McDix. You're trying to kill everybody, you know, but quietly. It's fun. So, um, again, you know, these are not the representations of the Positive Side Podcast. This comes directly from said me. Dick, so I'm still stuck on that, right? <laughs> um, so, so I say, I say all this because anyone that's gone in and had McDonald's, uh, you know full well. As I can remember from years ago eating it, you walk out of there, you think to yourself every single time, "I'm like, I really want a Big Mac." There's a trigger inside your brain that says, "I'm going to go get a Big Mac." Uh, and that's subconscious. Maybe you heard a commercial. Maybe you saw a commercial. Maybe you saw a poster. Maybe you saw a flash of red and yellow somewhere. And you think to yourself, I want a Big Mac. You don't know where it comes from. You don't think of anything other than it's your own thought. You're going to go get a Big Mac. You go eat that Big Mac. You go eat the fries. You have the Coke, all that sugar and carbs and who knows what's in their burgers. Um, other than 100% pure beef, of course, on the label. Um, but you feel like shit. Immediately afterwards, you feel exhausted. You feel like you've run a mile. You feel terrible. You, you instantly regret eating McDonald's. Every single time you eat McDonald's, you're like, I really want this. Why the hell did I do that? What that is, is the triggers inside your brain, the audiovisual triggers inside your brain that they are sending to you, they're showing you. It's, it's all scientific. It can all be reproduced. Uh, and then it's ruining your gut. It's, it's taking its toll on your gut, your gut brain. Uh, and whether you're thin, fat, whatever you are, it doesn't matter. There's, there's, no, there's no difference between any of us. We are all one entity, essentially. But when it comes down to, to what you choose to believe, what you choose to act, what, how you're going to step up, how you're going to create what you want to create in your world and in your life. A lot of it comes down to that. So how do you make somebody malleable, susceptible? You attack their gut, their intuition. You attack their, their gut brain and, and dietary facts. And, and you know, I'm a big guy. You'll eventually see this video as I do a nice little spin here. I'm a big guy and it's never bothered me. It still doesn't bother me. Um, I've, I've, I've started doing the, 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 the weight loss and the, this and that. And, and as I'm sort of trailing into a different topic, People don't want to lose weight. People don't want to quit smoking. People don't want to quit drinking. People don't want Adam, to do Adam, say what she started again because we had some um, – uh, I know that I got some um, audio stream breakup on that. So I just want to what, – what did you start doing? What? <laughs> Where'd you lose me? You said you started doing what? You said, you know, uh, you're a big guy right after you did the uh, like Perriette. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I said, you know, I, I never the, my size never really affected me. It still doesn't affect me. Um, people that are like, I really need to lose weight because I'm fat because of what other people think. That's foolish. That's stupid. Um, but the more you grow into these ideologies, these understandings, these comprehensions, the more you realize that you have a choice in any sort of matter and what you choose to do. And so I've been distracted a little bit there. But when I was talking earlier about quitting, you know, you quit smoking, quit drinking, quitting all these things is is is, is taskful. Getting into shape is taskful. Because somewhere along the line, somebody told you that losing weight after a certain age is difficult. That quitting smoking is harder than quitting heroin. That quitting drinking is is difficult, but it's not that difficult. And, and nobody needs to quit drinking. You know, uh, it doesn't matter. One glass of wine a day is great for you. It's good for your this. It's good for your that. I mean, 
do what you want with alcohol. I have no, I have no qualms about it. Um, you know, it is physically ingesting poison. You are consuming poison and justifying it in your brain because somebody somewhere along the line told you that story was okay. Um, and I'm not saying it's not okay because my reality, no matter how true it is to me, isn't your reality. And your reality, you got a lot of good stuff going here, brother. Can I just grab, can I want to, I want to interject just uh, one spot. If you're cool, if you're cool oh. with this. And, and, and so I actually, you know, McDonald's to me, it still may be triggered by like uh, all these um, other, you know, psychologically subliminal, um, you know, based advertising. But even, even before that, I learned that McDonald's is an awesome thing because my parents and my grandparents, they took me there because it was, it was a good time. I got the happy meal. I had these childhood happy memories and therefore ergo now, like, you know, I smell like a, I smell a happy meal. I mean, I get a taste of the, I get a whiff of those crack fries and I'm like, those bring back good memories. So I've got triggers. I've been programmed at a young age to see McDonald's as a good thing, as a, as a, as, as a great memory. Why Do you think wouldn't, that's by accident? Of course I don't think that's by accident. Why would I bring it up if I thought it was by accident? The people <laughs> listening to you right now think that you're talking out your ass. Some of them, some of them agree with you. Right. Well, but like, oh, that's just a thing. That's just what happens. Well, that's a trigger. Right. So that's, that's my trigger. Of course, it's not an accident. I mean, look, but, but it, it, look, all, all I'm trying to say is like, you know, my I'm triggered by this early memory right now. Now, what do I want to do? Do I want to keep eating McDonald's? I, and I get the whole gut health thing. And I think that, I, you know, I, I agree with like the alcohol. Jeremy, you know, I mean, you when you met me, I just quit drinking. It's been um, and, and it's been a long journey but it's been something that, you know, you realize the, the impact that when did you quit drinking? Uh, right before the Crowley event, uh, two years ago, two years ago. No, no, it's been, it's been, been, yeah, two years. Uh, so May, May of, uh, 2017. Why did you quit drinking? Uh, uh, because I felt like it was no longer serving me. Okay. So you just made a decision that alcohol was fun and thank you very much. And I'm moving on. Yes, it's not, a, it's, not, it's, it's not part of who I am anymore. But at the time, so Monday you were drinking and Tuesday mm-hmm. you quit drinking. No. Uh, Monday, uh, so Sunday I quit drinking. And I'd be like, well, <laughs> so, 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 no, no, no. But I mean, just to level set it, right? So, you know, I wouldn't drink during the work week, but, you know, I get to like Monday or Thursday and I'd be like, oh, this isn't who I want to be anymore. I get to like Thursday or Friday and be like, eh, I got through the week. That's okay. Right. So it was a, it was a slow tapering off, but like eventually I, you know, I did, I sold myself. Like if you've ever heard of like the, uh, you know, Ben Franklin, like T style selling thing, right? Like here are all the positives. Uh, and here are, are the negatives, you know, of not drinking or drinking. And I'm like, so what are the positives of drinking? And I couldn't really think of any. I would get in arguments. I'd look like an asshole in front of my kids and my wife and my neighbors and all these other things. And the, and the positives of not drinking for me were like, I can go wherever I want, whenever I want. That's a big one. Like I can get in the car and drive whenever I want, dude. I mean, you can't do that when you're drinking. So you're, you're, you're talking about the, the positive side of sobriety. Exactly. That's right. Like, absolutely. Just, just absolutely. throw that knot in there. All right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 and like, and like every decision I made was conscious and my own. And I couldn't look back and say, you know what? Well, I was drinking. I was just drinking. No, I didn't mean that. Now, everything that I do and I say and I mean and whatever is not impacted by an external uh, influence. And so Spirits. that's kind of. That's cool. Um, Jeremy, do you drink? Yeah. 
Yeah, I do. And, and you know, I'm glad you let me, because I want to talk about this briefly too. And it's going to be almost a combination of both what you guys are saying. And it's interesting because what I feel is it's not just the McDonald's. I, th- I think it, it is poisoning. And, and I think it's, it's a slowly breakdown of, of society in general. So whether you look at the food quality, the water quality, the air quality, the things we're seeing on TV, the video games, I think it's, and I don't want to say it's like this. And, you know, again, I'm not trying to be Mr. Conspiracy Theory, but I think it's a slow Run with it, bro. Run it's with a, it. It's a, yeah, it's a slow beat down of the human, I don't know, and we go back to ego or the, the person you are. It's slowly mind controlling everybody by beating everybody down to a point where they can't think for themselves. Everything's reactive. And again, it's same thing with social media. It's, it's everything you see is, I want to keep up with this person. I want to keep up with this person. And then, you know, I'm, I can, and, and I'm glad you said something. I'm going to kind of tie this back into one of the topics I want to talk about is, 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 AI. So hang, hang with me. I'm going to bring this back into AI. I want to jump in on something quick before you do. Okay, go ahead. I feel that it, it needs to be said. When you talk about, I don't want to go into conspiracy theories. I don't want to, I don't want to you know, say these things. But I, I do want to address the fact that I feel that we've been dumbed down. Um, it's impossible not to, quote unquote, talk about conspiracy theories because they've told us that if we talk about it, we're insane. In other words, if we think for ourselves, that's a conspiracy. So all we're supposed to do is blindly accept what they've told us, which is an impossibility because that makes us ridiculous. But if we don't, then we're a conspiracy theorist and those that do will attack us. So the shitty part about that is, you know, you've got a bunch of people that are like, oh, ha, ha, ha. You know, you think everybody's out to get you. And then you sort of look at them and you go, "I, I feel bad for you because whether I believe it or not, I mean, like it's happening. It's visibly happening. Look at the poverty levels. Look at, look at the social insurance. Uh, look, at, look at what's going on uh, politically, financially, in your entire markets. Um, you know, you have a heavily policed state uh, in, in America, um, in, in the United States. It's coming this way in Canada, and it's certainly obvious that it's coming this way. Um, but we have in Canada, we have a very more socialist. We have, you know, our, our quote unquote healthcare and everybody. And there's this big debate whether our healthcare is free and yada, yada, yada. Um, to all the Americans listening to this, they should know that our higher tax brackets for personal income tax is 42%. Mm. So if you want to talk about free healthcare, if you're making $250,000 a year, you're paying 38 to 42% of that back to the government. A government who happily hands their money over to other countries, to this, to that. And then they claim that there's debt and there's this and there's that. Um, there's a statement that, that, uh, that, that um, the pursuit of the pursuit of money, the pursuit of wealth is the root of all evil. Uh, and the reality is that's actually the truth because money itself was invented by people that were designed to control. So when you really pull it all the way back, there's, there's obviously there's these tribes that run all throughout Africa. There's these tribes that run all throughout, you know, parts of the world. There's an Island and you can look this up too. I wish I had uh, this noted. There's an Island where if you come near the Island, the people on the Island will kill you. Um, and this is because they have no uh, outside interference. They have no nothing. They don't know what you are. They know that their world is that Island, that, that their world is that big. In other words, they live on a restrictive island that is surrounded by all sides by water. They have trees that grow, animals that live, and all sorts of things that take place on this island. And they have lived there for since the dawn of time. You know, how did they get there? Who knows? Who knows how people get anywhere? 
right? The stories that we've been told are, are questionable at best. But that's their world. That's their reality. So if we go there, we're the invaders, right? And that's our, that's their perception, their perception of us. These people don't have government. They don't have roadworks. They don't have this. They don't have taxes. They don't have, they don't have all sorts of crap. What they do have is a, a network, a community, a group of people that will kill anyone to defend themselves and to defend their way of life and to defend their ideologies. None of them are homeless. None of them are, well, maybe some of them are suffering, you know, but these things are all what they've created. So when you talk about not wanting to talk about conspiracy theories and, and not wanting to go down that road, we are currently living in a reality where every single thing that we think is beneficial to us is something that they've taken away from us. They're helping us with, with money. They invented money and now they're giving it to us, social assistance. They're helping us with roads. Lord knows we can't figure out how to repair our own roads. They're helping us with all this other stuff. Like, I'm just going to say this flatly. The government is on record as saying the people cannot govern the people. You cannot govern yourself. People cannot govern themselves. But we, we can govern all of you. We are people governing you people. So, I mean, you want to talk about conspiracy theories. That's free thinking. Yeah, but when you talk about, I think the word, and the reason I hesitate, you, just the word conspiracy. I, I don't, I think that's just, a, it's got a bad connotation. As soon as you hear of that course, word, everything you say after that is BS. Well, which, those people that shut I, down, good. good well, yeah, and that's why I don't want to use that word. I think it is reality. And this is what is, is alarming, concerning. I guess it's concerning. Um, maybe a little bit more alarming for me because, you know, when you take the 50,000 foot view and you look at what's going on with, Again, with with the environment, with the, the health, with the education system, with everything, and and the bigger thing is for me, and then this is really what I, what I want to bring you guys in on is this 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 AI, this this social media thing, because everything we do is being driven to a certain outcome. What that outcome is, I don't know. Is 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 there a bigger thing going on, or is it just the, the evolution of a society going towards this? So when AI hits that switch, and it's inevitable everything you do everything you see everything you eat everything you drink is already programmed and everything you say obviously this is all recorded our phones are recording us our tvs are recording everything we use say talk word think our thoughts are have been recorded for years and years and years everything we think and that's interesting too when when you talk about ai the ai can instantly read every single book that's ever been made Mankind, anything that's ever been read, it can read them all within, you know, however many times. But let's just call it instantly. Encyclopedias, Bibles, uh, sports journals, what you name it. And AI can read it all instantly. And then not only that, AI also controls the things that we see on our social media feeds. Mm -hmm. So if we think that, you know, and we've all said it, we've all talked about it. Hey, I'm thinking about getting a pair of shoes and all of a sudden shoes appear on your feed or on, on the Internet. And you see these things. What's worrisome to me, and, and this is where I want to bring you guys in as the AI, where do you see, this is something I think about a lot, what does 10 years from now look like? What does 20 years from now look like? 30 years, we have these iPhones that are in our hand. What's stopping that little chip in that phone to be implanted in our head to where we become superhumans? We know everything instantly. Why does it have to be in our phone? It's already, you know, the phones are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. That's, that's the mark of the beast right there. Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's concerning. And, and, but again, maybe, maybe it isn't concerning. 
Maybe, maybe AI, and we'll look at the positive side of this. Maybe AI looks, sure, there's a lot of horrible things going on in society with, you know, murders and killings and diseases and things like this. But maybe AI also looks at all the other things that the human being does. They, they see the people that reach volunteering, saying nice things, being thoughtful, being, you know, being loving. I mean, all the positivity. And I think it boils down to, as a society in general, if we can continue to be good people, to help each other out. I think, you know, love always wins. You know, again, everybody out there, kumbaya, call me what you want. But I think in the end, love and kindness will win. Can it I- will. So, so let, me, let, me, let, me do, let me do two parts here. First, I want to I go and, and take a look at the government just for one second. If we go to the 1920s and we look at when they outlawed alcohol, they tried to do something beneficial, right? But the people didn't want it. They thought that they knew better. Right. They thought that, uh, you know, and I always go back to Gary Halbert because uh, he's an awesome marketer. Uh, he was dead now, but I, I caught his one video and he always and he says, and this is always in my mind, you can sell and try to give people what they need, but they're just going to keep going for what they think that they want. And, and, and you know, so you can't stop them. Right. It's a horse, to, the horse to water. I just want to bring that up. And I also want to bring up even 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 God, I hate I can't believe I'm saying this, but fucking Al Gore. When he was like, hey, stop the rap music. Listen, what you put in your head, what you put in your head keeps coming out. So, you know, what, go back. Another one of my favorites is uh, uh, High Fidelity, where John Cusack says, what came first, the music or the misery? All right? What you, what you put in your head is what's, what keeps being repeated. So, you know, to keep those things in mind because God's trying to intercede beneficially on our behalf, but we, we haven't been able to recognize that as, as, and, and we haven't been able to accept that because nobody, nobody wants to be forced to change, right? We want to make what we think are our own decisions, whatever, right? Uh, whatever we think that is. So I just want to, I want to throw that out there. I don't even want to talk about it, but the, that's my I perception. Now, nah, uh, hold on. On the AI, on no, the AI. I want to give you the AI. I got to hear this. You one, one second. We, we got we got like 10 minutes. We're gonna have to pick it up a second time, Adam. We got like 10 minutes. I know I love you, brother. We can, one do, sec. We can do another one, but you um, you jumped right back into uh to the, how this whole podcast began. Uh, Jeremy started this podcast with a quote that I wrote. Um, and under that quote was a photo that he did not read. And that photo says, If a man is born ignorant to parents that are ignorant in a society that is ignorant, lives a life of ignorance and eventually dies in ignorance, then ignorance is the norm. Thus, indoctrination can be called education. Hypnosis can be called entertainment. Criminals can be called leaders, and lies called the truth. For sure. Because his mind was never truly his own. Absolutely. When you talk about Al Gore Mm -hmm. saying stop the rap music, what if the rap music and the movies and the news and anything that's ever come your way was done specifically what if what comes first the music or the misery what if it was designed to make you miserable absolutely what if every single person is in on it now mm. jeremy says let's not talk conspiracy theories right but it's <clears throat> the word just the word i don't there like you that. go there you go but there's no yeah well talk conspiracy don't free i'm limited to what you can say on this podcast but the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 this is this this is all all of it I mean, you couldn't have you couldn't have brought it back in. AI is 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 almost too big of us to you know to to jump into right now because, I mean, what is what is AI? What with regards to how this whole podcast started, 
and and if we're going to use the last ten minutes on it, I'm I'm totally okay with that too. But what is when 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 you talk about man's out there murdering and this that and the other thing? Who who says man's out there murdering? The news does. Who says we need war? The news does. Who says these people are out to get us? The news does. Now in America, I don't know if you guys know this, but you're the bad guy. You're out there invading other countries and taking over, and you're doing it in the name of quote-unquote freedom because the media and the news has said, hey, watch this. Now we're at war. Hey, we're, we're defending freedom. Who's freedom? Who's who, who, right? All these men are going off, and they're killing other people, and they're getting killed themselves, all because old men that can't fight have said the young men that do have to fight have to fight. Now, because you have pride. We've been given pride. They've told us to have pride in our country. I was born here. I'm a Canadian. I was told that I need to like maple syrup and I need to drink beer and I need to say, Hey, that's what I was told as a Canadian. <laughs> right now. Do I agree with that? Yeah. If I agree with that, that then becomes my life. If I question it, then I'm insane. Right? So <clears throat> AI can do whatever AI needs to do. And there is a plan in place. The best way to create the future or to, to, to create the future that you want is, is to prepare for it is to, is to, you know, to manipulate the, 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 the surroundings of it. So if you, if, if, if we can understand that the society in which we live right now is not by accident, nothing is by accident. Every single thing that you see on the news is delivered to you. Every single hate V hate that you hear in music is specifically delivered to you. Every single nuance that you see in movies is done intentionally and the, the stories are retold. If you want to go biblical with it, you can look at the entire line of the Avengers and you can tie it into the, to the Bible. The, the, all, like the greatest stories are told. There's, 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 a world, there's a word out there and a, and a phrase and a saying, all the world's a stage. All the world's a stage. And everybody's heard that and they think, oh, it's a Shakespearean thing. Oh, we like to go to the plays too. Ha, ha, ha. Well, if all the world's a stage and everything that they're doing is for our benefit, like to... to, 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 to talk to us, to connect with us, to, to make us do what they want us to do. Who are they? Who are we? What's really happening? Why do we believe what we believe? You know, when, when you have the ability to, to, to pull yourself out of your ego, your first true shatter of self v reality, you can then see it everywhere else. Well, if that's not true, if that's just an agreement I made with myself, then, then, then why, you know, why, why, why does, why does, why does this have to be true? Why does that have to be true? The dominoes start to fall when you shatter that first one. And I've taken up everybody's time, so I'll, I'll sort of end it on that right there. <laughs> Guys, I, I would I would lean into a little bit of the positive side of it all, right? Um, Absolutely. So, what have I learned uh, from social media? I have learned how to cultivate my feed. I can stop the cookies. I can stop paying attention. I can understand that I'm being marketed to. Guess what? I saw this pair of shoes. I talked about this pair of shoes. Oh, it came up on my feed. Guess what? Social media just keeps showing me things that I told it that I like. I mean, okay. I've learned how to cultivate my feed. I've turned off the news. I've stopped picking up the newspaper. I have cultivated my feed. I now am only ingesting the content that I tell myself that I like. And you know what? If I hear something, I follow, you know, my bliss and who's told me what I like. I get it. You know, we, we, that's the part, right. That you're just like, what, you know, who, who's telling you who you need to be, right. How do you even discern? Because we know that our thoughts aren't even our own. We can even go into that too. Are our thoughts. I mean, we, we, we talk shared mind. I mean, I think that the, uh, you know, internet shows us that we've got shared mind. 
I, I mean, so the AI is really showing you what you're personally capable of if you're willing to, you know, kind of view it in that way. Here's, here's what's already happening. Now, now it's just being shown to you. Um, I, I, I like in um, Walmart, right? I, I said is like, we've all asked for Walmart, you know, here's, and, and there it is, but now we're all like disgusted by it, right? Well, did you not say you wanted cheap things? You said you wanted cheap things. You said you didn't want to pay for a lot. You, you, know, you, don't, you don't want to spend a lot of money. You want, you want things at a, at a cheap price that my family can afford. Here it all is. Now you're like, oh my God, I, this place disgusts me, right? And, and, but you asked for that. You manifested Walmart. Walmart. Hundred percent. That's that's absolutely beautiful. I had, I had somebody made mention about self checkouts on 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 the internets on the Facebook. I did that. And in my in my earlier years, I would I you know I, I was a I was a, a thought provoker. I would poke and prod. Now I don't do battle with anybody. There's no point. But I saw this I saw this lady. She made mention of self checkouts, and I said my only retort to that was the idea behind any place with a self checkout is to simply not shop there. Don't shop at any place that has a self checkout, because you know, they're trying to, they're trying to do this. They're trying to do that. They're, you know, they're hurting your community. They're obviously, there's so many reasons why you can't do it. And I mean, that's a, that's a topic all on its own, but the retort back to that was some lady said, well, even the grocery stores have self checkout. So what am I supposed to do? Shop at the gas station. Right. And that was, that was the reply. That was, that was what came back to me. So there's a, there's a collective of people out there that are more than willing to step it up, are more than willing to, go the extra mile to get kind of what they want to do what they want. But there's also a massive majority that can't understand a word that the three of us are saying. Listen to Listen, I want one more time. Just on the AI is, is, is um, um, I'm hearing an echo. I'm not sure if that's on my side only. That's you. you. Okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, uh, do we want people bagging our groceries? What, you know, what if AI is taking over, the jobs, the jobs that we that really don't want to see people doing the mundane, mundane. you know so so what happens what if, happens? if ai takes care of everything ai does law it's already doing the law it's already doing you know all these other things for us uh, that, that that most of the people don't want to do anymore you know and and it frees you up to get out there and think and think become creative what can i do with my life now and i've had this conversation with plenty of people the way i see it is ai machinery all, all the things get taken care of of the things that we don't want to be doing. And that frees us to be of service to each other. Like we should be already anyways. The, the way I see it, AI comes over and like, all right, you don't want to do this anymore? Cool, I'll do this. You don't want to do this anymore? Cool, I'll do this. You know, this work, this mundane stuff. And now, hey, you guys, go use your mind, be creative, create something new, be of service to each other. And 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 the world's kind of just taking care of itself. I mean, I think that that's, you know, maybe too too over the top, but there's going to be that dimension of, do you really want to be out there doing the work? And there's going to be a place for artisans. There's going to be, if you really do want to do the work, you can go do it and you can do it with love and care. There's people that don't understand that, that line of uh, thought. Like right now, the three of us are sitting here, we're doing this podcast. Uh, Jeremy's been doing it for a long time. Brandon, your podcast is, is phenomenal. You've got a few of them on the go right now and you've got a lot of great topics. Um, there's no money you know, per se in, in what we're doing uh, right now. Uh, this is, this is a passion project for, for the three of us, the things that we do, the, you know, the lives that we lead, the, the, the creations that we put out there. A lot of that has to do with passion. Um, you, you know, we, we have other jobs. We're not idiots. You know, you have to monetize somehow you have to, you have to utilize finance uh, to create what you want to create because those are the rules that we've been given to play with. Um, 
when you say things like people don't want to bag groceries anymore and nobody wants to bag groceries, but what you said, what you said there, Brandon was go out and live your dreams. What they heard was if I don't bag groceries, I'm not going to make any money. Mm. So, and there is a freedom break that, that takes place inside a lot of people that the, the major break breaking free from, from the thought processes that we live under that will allow you to say, if I don't bag these groceries, I can do what I want to do with my life, right? If I'm not a slave to money, I can do what I want to do with my life. But how do I break free from that, right? You can only do in life, you can only do what's inside your head, the knowledge that you have inside your head. So the three of us, as we sit here, the three of us have the ability to think outside the box. The three of us have the ability to help people, help enough people achieve their dreams, your dreams in turn will come true. Bag enough groceries, all you've done is bagged a few groceries. Right, but there is there is uh, there's a there's a, a rhyme and reason, a place for everybody, and a, and, a, and a position for everything. If you're gonna bag groceries and you're happy about it, good for you. Do it, right? Absolutely. So, so the thing with regards to anyone that's got any complaints about anything that they've heard here today, or any complaints about anything that they've that, that they've heard in in the world itself, your complaints and your thoughts on something that could be positive or negative, your complaints are an opportunity for you to change something either about yourself or about the world in which you live. So anything that you complain about in any way, shape or form is your personal opportunity. It's up to you to see it. I, I agree with everything you just said there. What I'm going to kind of tie both of you guys in on this one too. What, what, what worries me, I guess not worries me. Um, well, I always do that. I always say one thing and then I, I contradict myself, but that's okay. That's another pod, podcast episode. Um, but when you talk about the creative aspect, do people actually want to do that? Now, us three, it's easy for us because, yeah, hey, we're going we're gonna to go out there. We're going to do our thing. We want that. We want to be creative. I think there's a part of society that just doesn't give a shit. I think they just go through the motions. So as we talk about these things where these jobs and, and, and hey, I don't want to do this, I don't, and that goes away because AI or machine, you know, computers or robots take over this stuff. What happens at that point? Is it, is it someone that, that we all have this creativity inside, but it's so bundled under so many layers of bullshit that people just can't get out of it because they say, hey, that this doesn't look right on me, that I don't want to do this. I'm scared the way I look, the way I feel. I've got this ego that society sees me as a construction guy. However, I want to play the trumpet. I can't do that because I'm a, you know, I'm a construction guy. This is what I do. When that happens, and, and I agree that I think, I think creativity is within all of us. Everyone. But I'm curious to whether or not the ego will allow you or yourself will allow you to express yourself in that creative way. Or there's another way. What is my definition of creativity? Is my definition I guess it's just my only definition. And why does my definition of creativity have to be the, the, you know, the, the correct way of creativity? Maybe someone's definition of creativity is construction. It's driving a truck. Hey, I can drive the truck the best way possible. That's what I want to do. And that's all I know because that's my expression. That's the way I do it. This is the, the, the world that I've created. And this is my creativity because I live the – and again, no disrespect to truck drivers, but I live the world of a truck driver. I wear the truck driver hat. I got the suspenders. I got the whatever. You know, this Listen, is what I, I just want to tell. 
I want to tell you, brother, like right now, I, I just left Denver. There was a, a Hertz bus driver, you know, Hertz rental car bus driver named Dave. Man, he fucking loved his life. He loved being the Hertz driver. And it showed, man. So, I mean, he was a beacon, a bastion of hope in, in just embracing what it was that he was doing with his life and doing it with life. I, I think that, you know, when we talk about, uh, and, and you guys may have heard me say this before, and I say it all the time. It's like, you know, you, you know we, we look at the rib of uh, whatever and breathing life, you know, God breathed life into this, that, or the other thing. And, and then, you know, there he was. But I mean, that's that's us with our work, with our whatever it is that we do. We, Adam, you're talking about, you know, uh, criticizing things or, you know, um, it's our choice. Everything you do is your choice, right? You make it a, you make a decision and a choice to say there is life in what I'm doing or you say this is killing me. You know, so which, which choice are you going to make today? Is what you're doing right now uh, helping you to live? And if so, how? And if you see in the life that you're living, then you're living the life that you want to live. If everything is killing you, then that's your choice too. Good point. I mean, that's a really good point. I'd be curious – what do you, I mean, Adam, what do you think about that? And, you know, real quick, Brandon, what time you got to get out of here? I got to get going. So, Adam, like, uh, give me a three-minute version. Okay, wrap it up and then get, tell us where – obviously, I always want to give a shout-out to Adam. You know, tell us where they can find you. Tell us all that good stuff, where, where we can find you. And then we'll end it with you, Brandon. To, to, well, actually, you know what? I got you right now, Brandon. Why don't you tell sure. everybody where, where we can find the prosperity practice? Talk a little bit about that, and then we'll end up with Adam. Sure. I mean, guys, the Prosperity Practice is over at prosperity-practice.com. Right now, it's got a complimentary email program that's set up to help you stay accountable for creating a prosperous mindset. The gist of the whole thing is it's, it's teaching you and, and showing you to go and look for what it is that you actually want in your life and, and, and see, see what's possible, uh, you know, and that's that's about the gist of it right now. It's just there to uh, teach you to see what it is that you want in your life because most people don't even know that. I will say flat out that it's in its infancy, but it is remarkable and will only get better. So kudos to you, Brandon. I absolutely Thanks, love it. Thanks, man. Go ahead. Have jump in there real quick, my friend. Talk a little bit about that, what we were just talk, talking about. Um, for me, uh, I am in the process right now of doing a lot of things. Um, and uh, number one right now is building a garden. I love it. Um, but where can you find me? Uh, I am uh, working with, if you see the tag on here, they've, they've got me listed as quitting to achieve. Uh, and I am. I am a member of this phenomenal team uh, of coaches that is uh, basically a one-stop shop. And we're going to, uh, to bring to you, uh, to anyone, um, anything that can help them. If you've got a question, we can answer it. Um, I represent the Mental Mastery Alliance right now uh, and on this podcast for myself because I can speak for that uh, and on that label. Uh, I'll let the Quitting to Achieve group uh, speak for themselves uh, and we will connect. The positive side of Quitting to Achieve will certainly be. I love the name. I love it. <laughs> I love uh, so we'll have, that, we'll, have, we'll have that set. Uh, we'll have that set up. But right now, uh, if you want to connect with me, you can find me at thementalmasteryalliance.com. Um, I have a decent blog set up uh, and it grows uh, every other day. I, I adore writing. should have started blogging a long time ago, but uh, it's just my thoughts as they come now. Uh, it's, it's a passion. Uh, there's just a lot of great stuff on the page. Um, of course, all of it's free. Uh, you, you just go around, peruse, take a look, see what you want. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot the team an email, shoot me an email directly if you want. Um, 
but uh, yeah, we there's there's obviously there's some some paid stuff, but that's that's for next level people. If anybody's just looking to to connect or to ask some questions or to do anything, uh, you can certainly reach out to me there. Uh, I would uh, I'd love to help, uh, and I and I do a lot of I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of you know I've I've grown through as I think a lot of us have. I've grown through the whole uh, desire to be big. Uh, I had a, an individual talk to me about um, uh, mega churches and, and mega this and mega that. And I think that, uh, you know, in, in a process, we've had the ability to, uh, to grow. We've had the ability to step up. We've had the ability to smash things. Uh, and uh, <laughs> when, uh, when, when you sort of, I think my, my idea behind it is, you know, the bigger you get, uh, the more opportunity for corruption comes. And I will honestly say that with myself and even the choices that I've made, uh, I was a lot bigger at one point uh, and, and I made some poor choices. Um, and, and I wasn't true to myself. So the idea behind the mental mastery Alliance and quitting to achieve and, and all this is, is you, you're the listener, the, the person that needs the help. There is no ego involved. There is no anything other than you. Uh, I'm, I'm here to give to you. So whoever it is, a CEO or a homeless man, if you've got access to the internet, if you're listening to this right now, and if you want to talk about anything, or sh- just shoot me an email and you'll get a response. And I appreciate both of you guys jumping on. Obviously, we've got to do this again soon because this was hilarious and uh, big, big thoughts. And we didn't really get into a lot of the topics I wanted to do. I think we only talked about really two topics I wanted to, out of the 10 I wanted to get into. So the next time we're going to, we'll do it again. And we'll, um, man, but again, thank you both for jumping on the show. This podcast, again, uh, is, is really beginning to, um, to take off and it's kind of exciting to watch. And, and um, man, I just, I, I, much love to everybody out there. Much love being open-minded. Um, you, you know, you may not like the last episode. You may not like this episode, but hopefully you'll like the next episode. But it's just a matter of continuing to tune in and, and just getting different perspectives. Uh, I bring on different guests for certain reasons um, to really to expand your mind, to not, again, not agree with everything we say, um, but to really just be open-minded, to learn, to look at a different perspective. may not be what you were thinking, but, man, I just appreciate you tuning in. Share these podcasts, subscribe on iTunes uh, and, you know, wherever else, you know, blah, 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 blah. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Like always, this is The Positive Side.